0: Welcome to another episode of Sports and Songs Podcast. Today is November 14th, 2021. We're your hosts, Dan and Andy. Today is season three, episode one. Season premiere for the new season. How are you doing?
1: Doing good. How about you?
0: Good. We've got two seasons under our belt here. We're uh, on our third season clicking along. I think this is our 100th episode also.
1: Well, see, that's just what we do. We're learning as we go along here
0: on the fly doing music concert tour sports updates
1: before before the trivia question I do have to do a little brag in here yes uh as I was at church this morning not bragging I was at church just at church in general guy comes up behind me on you know, the guys Snowbirds, he comes up every now and then he goes "andy i remember this year about mid season in baseball i was giving you a hard time about the mets and, He kept saying, watch out for the Phillies. And he goes, you looked at me and you said, it's not the Phillies I'm worried about. It's the Braves. That's what I told him. It
0: is. That's what you said?
1: That's what I told him. It was in church, so it had to be truth.
0: Of course. Was it before Ronald uh, Acuna Jr. was hurt?
1: Yes. And it was also before communion, too. So he didn't have a little nip there where he was kind of off. So it's first thing. So I said, you know. That's all I do. The Braves,
0: yeah, what a season.
1: The Braves I'm worried about, not the Phillies.
0: Well, you know, it's, it's, uh, we're in November basketball season here, and I'm going to be switching over uh, a little from baseball to women's basketball. I'm going to be covering three teams this year. Starting with today's episode, we'll be giving updates updates on three local teams with three local players. But See, I've got I- a great question that, that, yes. that, that involves one of them. Okay, go ahead. Uh, we're going to be covering a little uh, Chaska Native uh, on the basketball court this year, D1 basketball. Uh, Kaylee Van Epps is playing for Lehigh University for the Mountain Hawks this year, right? Going over there. But she's not the first. There's several on the team from Minnesota. The trivia question is how many of the six, 16 players on the roster – no, it was a 14. 14. 14. The how many – are Minnesota natives on this season's women's basketball roster for Lehigh from Minnesota? Now where is Lehigh located? Lehigh is in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, okay. and they play in the Patriot League. So out east. All right, all right. How many Minnesotans are currently on that team? Out of, right. out of, out of 12, huh. I don't, what twelve That's a trivia question. Do your homework, and we'll get back at the end of the segment.
1: Yes. Go up here. We are not starting with the Kraken. There we go. All right. We will be doing this here. There's our stuff. We're set. Minnesota stuff here, uh, high school tournaments. Some sports are finishing up. Some are getting in the heart of it. Some high school sports are just starting. So we will go here. High school football semifinals here coming up nine man to see Kinison County Central against Leroy. Now that's their their um, section not their ranking the number you see before them there. So um and they'll go against the winner of the Beltrami Hills Creek game for nine man.
0: Hills Beaver class- Creek. Nice.
1: Uh class eight Miniota and Rushford Pe- Pe- Peterson against will play the winner of the New York Mills, Mayor Lutheran. Now the Mayor Lutheran game, there was some uh, discussion amongst the fan base there because of football. Like I said, they just, here's the eight teams. These sec- these brackets are playing each other. Well, they don't rank them like other sports. Mayor Lutheran beat the number one seed in that conference, an 11-0 team to advance on. New York Mills has never been this far. This is only their second time in the state tournament to start with. So if Mills against Mayor Lutheran at the bank, we will be reporting live from that game.
0: We will be there Saturday, okay. 1130 kickoff. Our game
1: of the week, if you will. Yes. Um, so watch for the social media updates throughout that game as we do that. 2A, uh, Barnesville against Chatfield in on one side, West Central area, and Maple River in the other. Uh, 3A, Annandale will play. We'll go against uh, Plainsview, and they'll play the winner of the esco dassel Colcado game. Annandale, the team that beat Watertown Mayor to get in, so go Plainville, Plainview. Um, 4A. Becker against Cass and Monterville on one side. Orono and Hutch on the other for 4A. 5A, Robbins, De Cooper, and Monomedi on one side. Rogers and Mankato West on the other. And here's the big 6A brackets. One side, Eden Prairie and Maple Grove, the one seeds now on one, going against St. Michael Albertville and Lakeville South on the other side. The winners of those games will meet each other for the big... Big dance championship. Girls volleyball wrapped up this week. Speaking of Mayor Lutheran, there they went. They crushed all through the playoffs. 3-0 on everybody that their machine. They, they, there was no stopping them. So Crusaders win that one. sock Center, the number three seed, takes out number four. Jackson County in that one. And Marshall wins the 3A over Cassette Monerville. And YZ beats Eastridge. And the way they were playing, they were on a roll. I think Mayor Lutheran wants a piece of YZ, to tell you the truth, in volleyball. They, those girls were on a roll. There was no stopping them.
0: Well, I think their only loss or two was to the upper big schools anyway, right? Right. They played up
1: uh, Southwest Christian, who was the number one in 2A, and they lost in the first round. So, and I'd like to see that volleyball more playing up a little bit. These girls played three days in a row for some of these classes, three out of four days in the others. You couldn't tell me they couldn't do this next weekend. The top four teams here all play in a tournament just for fun. That, I, that, I want to see that. Getting out to the college sports. Uh, a little sub thing between the high school and college here. Uh, some sports had their national signing date. Are uh, the colleges we cover here uh, Minnesota, Bemidji State, NDSU? A lot of Minnesota kids signed, a lot of local Minnesota kids signed to other schools. Um, you could just go to your college's website to see who got who they got. Uh, we did have someone on our social media, we were going to put it on here, but that was about a 45 minute show alone, right there, just reading it off. So, but uh, lots of your favorite kids go uh, there, and also we'll be following them and bring it up here as. The days and months go on in years. Well, here's we start with some gopher stuff. Volleyball team just keeps plowing through everybody. Uh, a couple weeks ago, on the sixth, they took out number 25 Illinois, then they beat Iowa. Uh, they got Purdue tonight. Um, now they are third in the Big Ten. This women's volleyball team is just incredible to watch here. So fun to watch. Uh, they got Rutgers next uh, this coming Friday. There they are, the Gophers are ranked eighth nationally, up from 11. So they just keep powering through. So watch for them. Like I said, volleyball playoffs come around for NCAA. Watch for the Gophers. Men's hockey split with Ohio State at their last meeting. Uh, then coming up in their next opponent will be home against Penn State. Now you see the Gophers are third in the Big Ten right there. Yes, that's the Big Ten. I know it says Notre Dame. Remember, Notre Dame plays Big Ten hockey schedule. So, women's hockey, uh, they handled uh, RIT this weekend. Then they come up with a home and home against Saint Cloud State, and uh, you see the Gopher women are third there, so that's good and for them. Football, we called it last week. We said if the Gophers lose to Illinois or, or Indiana, they're done. Well, they lost yeah. Illinois. They haven't lost Iowa. They'll be playing in some San Diego Bowl first week in December at this rate.
0: Uh, now, Andy, I did wear the, uh, the the gopher shirt to support, but, boy, it's, it's tough. <laughs> like you said, once they lost that Illinois game at home, I packed it in for the year. That's...
1: Yeah, they were done.
0: They're not going mean, to do anything. Wrong.
1: They gave Fluck the big money. Um, they
0: lost Floyd to Brosdale.
1: Well, what I, what I do right now, okay, I'm sorry, your quarterback, Tanner Morgan, it's your senior year, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You've had a good run. Sit him down the last two weeks and play somebody else. We're done. It's kind of like an, may, a, a pro sports to. team. You're out of it. See who else you got now. But What do you have to lose? So play the other kids. Tell Tyler it's been a good career. You're not going pro, son. You're not going to Europe to play. You're not going to Canada to play. You might be a coach somewhere maybe, but – your career's done, sit. Let somebody else do it. Men's basketball, uh, playing tonight. Don't have any updates on that in the little tournaments they have here in Asheville, North Carolina. They took out Western Kentucky Friday night, playing in the tournament championship against Princeton University Well, the Ivy League schools. Women's basketball uh, took care of George Washington this afternoon. Uh, and they beat Arizona State on Friday, but they lost to Jacksonville on Tuesday. Uh, Jacksonville, little school out of uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Um, They've only been around for about 15, 20 years. It's a small college. They've made the big dance before. The game was at the barn. No offense to Jacksonville, but since the game was up here, the Gopher ladies had no right losing that game. They should have won. So... Hope that doesn't be, isn't their bowling green like it is for the football team this year, but um, we'll, we'll hope. And then uh, wrestling, uh, they had the Bison and open. The Gophers were at the Bison and open. Um, I'm still trying to get my feelers on how to read wrestling results and the way they write them down. I just kind of went with the summary right here off the Gopher website. Um, in the books, they crowned six champions and nine finalists in the Bison and open. Leading all attending schools in both categories, Minnesota left the tournament with 17 total place winners. So they did fairly well there. I think for the seeds gets in, we might have to have uh, Coach Mike on one time to explain this to
0: us a little bit. Yes, we could.
1: Bemidji, the Beavs, football team won. Okay, their last game on the 13th. I watched that game. 62 to 40. That's a football score, not a basketball score. I was watching that game. It was at the Chet and Bemidji. First period just looked like a regular old cold gen or November game. <clears throat> Second quarter, it starts snowing. They had guys out there with shovels clearing the field so you could see the sidelines and the goal lines and stuff. And the both teams are still throwing the ball and up and down like sandlot football. Halftime comes, snow stopped, field cleared, beautiful conditions. Now, as I was listening to this game. The announcers, first of all, there's a reason they're announcing Division II football because these guys drove me nuts. Bemidji State has had a lot of games where the last game of the season has meant the chance into the playoff berth for Division II. But it's always been where, well, if they win, they need the stars to align elsewhere. This game basically on Saturday was, you win, you're in for Bemidji State, which they did. So, for the first time in 95-year history of the football team, they made the Division II playoffs. So that's right. Nice. First time, nice. First time in 95 years.
0: First time ever, huh?
1: Yes. Now, they've been in the Mineral Water Bowl or something like that they called it before, which was basically the NIT version.
0: Oh, okay.
1: They've been in that a couple of times. So, yes, they've made postseason football, but they have not made the big dance. Wow. So, they're in a, the bracket they're in, as you see, they play number four Augustana on Saturday. And if they win that game, they're going to play the Colorado School of Mines. Not mimes, not like the guys in a box, but mines, like the guys underground getting coal. So, Augustana ranked fourth. So, that's how that draw went there. So, good luck, Beeves. They'll be, we'll be in South Dakota. So I'll have to wish them luck there. Beaver hockey. Boys are 6-4 uh, overall. They uh, took care of uh, receiving votes team, Licks State. Um, a little funny thing about the first game there on Friday. At one time, the Beavs were up 5-2. Every game this year the Beavers have been in have been one-goal games. They were up 5-2 with like a minute to go. <laughs> so... Lake Superior State made a little run, but not good enough. That the Beavs took care of action today, so they're up to six and four overall, five and one conference. One and three at home, five and one on the road. That's the scary part. Uh, so they come home, uh, Michigan Tech. We'll see how that goes. Gals, uh, shootout loss to the number one Badgers the first day. I think that just upset the Badgers because they smoked eight to one on Sunday. So. But, hey, they, they gave Wisconsin all they wanted that first game. That's all you can ask for. Bison football uh, took care of Youngstown State. They got South Dakota for the Harvest Bowl coming up, and then the playoff season begins there. So we'll see how that turns out for the Bison. 9-1, and 6-1 and one in the conference. Again, their only loss was to the Bunnies a couple weeks ago. So we'll see how they'll, they'll probably get a good seed. Again, the road the Fresno goes through Fargo. Kraken. We'll just keep it simple for the Kraken this week. It was not a good week. 0-3. The loss to the night, the Ducks, and the Wild. That's something we never thought we'd say as kids. Las Vegas and Anaheim and Seattle all playing each other. <laughs> uh, but you see, the had the last two at home for the Kraken. They got a few days off to rest for the Blackhawks and the Avalanche coming to town. The Wild, said, so they had a good week there, uh, three and one with the only loss to the Vegas Knights. And then they got uh, some decent competition coming up to at home. And then Florida over the weekend. Wild aren't first place in the Central. I'm not saying buy your playoff tickets. I'm not saying get ready for the championship route, but they've put it together this year. Things are clicking. Fun team to watch. Uh, a lot of close games. A lot of they use the word come from behind victories. I think that's kind of overrated because especially in hockey or most sports. Every team scores in the opening drive in football. It's not a come-from-behind victory, in my opinion, if you win that game. If they get a field goal and you come back and smoke them, that's not a come-from-behind victory. But I don't keep the stats. But like I said, there you got the Wild 1st, 20 points. Winnipeg 2nd, 19. Nashville on 3rd. Wow. All Elite Wrestling was in town over the weekend. Um, Jason, Inc. and I did a show earlier this week with our predictions. You can catch that on our audio-only sites there. And they had their big pay-per-view last night. Hangman Adam Page is your new world champion, AEW. Kind of a storyline they've been building on for a couple of years. He's finally got the belt, so things are changing over there. Also, there's some pictures we put on social media last night. There was one match ahead. It was a, it's called a Minneapolis street fight in one match. It was a five-on-five match, so 10 guys in there. Dan, I don't know if you saw it on the social media, but one of the fans got involved in a match last night. Jim Baron Von Raschke was there.
0: Really? I did put not see this. On of the,
1: he put the claw on one of the guys when he got too close to the ringside there. So of course.
0: The Baron,
1: he's still still looking at the man. Scares the crap out of you. Still yes. looks like to keep, take, you in, take care of you. So the Baron was there. Had a good time. Also, Jay Lethal, like we've said before, has signed with All Elite Wrestling, former ROH champion, a friend of the Bucks. He's done a lot of stuff with them there. So Jay Lethal is now with AEW. Major League Baseball, um, not going to get into all the awards now. We're going to wait till they're all done being handed out. They had, It takes like two weeks to hand out all these awards. So when they're done, then we'll go over the recapping. But Just to let you know, I never forgot about them. <clears throat> Roster moves. Teams are still making roster moves, and it's just their formality moves. Like on the 7th of November, the Mets activated Jacob DeGrom off the 60-day disabled list or injury list. Really? It's a formality contract-wise to have to officially take him off injured list. It's for trading and pay reasons and everything else. A lot of guys filing a free agency or elected free agency, it's just, again, part of the, the thing. That does not mean you're losing these players uh Baez, one for free agency Syndergaard, conforto uh, jr familiar did brad hand all these guys are going Chill, loop all these guys filed fine relaxed part of the process what you do for money and i'm okay with it that's what you gotta do brad twins hand,
0: again as native
1: yep a lot of twins players here you see uh we're activated off the 60-day list because a lot of these guys were put on the formality last couple weeks of the, or couple months of the year, so all the guys could be called up. It's a formality. Relax. So we'll see these guys. We'll hear their name come bouncing around. The Korean, uh KBO series game one's already in the book. Doosan loses to the KT Twins game one the other day, so that series is going on. You can catch that on the YouTube, and also next week we'll have an update for you on it too. But there you go. NASCAR had their championship. Kyle Larson is your champion. Uh, he did win the race too, by the way. One thing another video on this, which we posted, Kyle Larson last year was suspended from NASCAR for a racial insensitive thing he had said. If you're watching this on YouTube, take a look at Kyle Larson. Really, he's going to say something racially insensitive. But anyway... Uh, So he had to sit out the year, comes back and wins it. Now, he never said anywhere that he used that as inspiration. I'll show you, you know. Maybe he had other things going on in his life. He's got them all straightened out. He's getting his championship trophy at the end. Kyle won 10 races this year. So he didn't back into this. He dominated throughout the year. He won it. He's up there celebrating with his little kids. They're having a good time, hugging daddy, looking at the trophy. And the one video we posted. His wife's over there shotgun and a beer. God bless you, Kyle. <laughs> Which brings me to the soapbox a little bit. Nothing to do with NASCAR, just what's that part of the show. College football rankings the, are, have been out for the national championship coming up. And it's kind of like the NCAA basketball rankings. Kind of bother me a little bit. In my opinion, from looking at the schedules, what they've done through, there's no way Alabama should be number two. I'm sorry. You lost, and you should not say they should be in the top four. That's fine, but they should be as high as two. Michigan goes ahead of Michigan State two weeks after Michigan State beat them since Michigan State lost. The rankings are so much about what have you done for me lately? And that kind of bothers me in a way. Oh, well, but then they'll also go, oh, well, you beat this team in the beginning of the year when they were ranked number four, give that team won like two more games the rest of the year. Oh, but they were number four at the time, so they cut that as a good win. Make up your mind how you're going to do this. You can't have it both ways, folks. You can't give a team credit for beating a number four team that collapses, kind of like the Gophers are doing in football. But then again, you punish a team later on for, oh, well, you recently lost. We're going to drop you a bunch of points now. So I, I kind of have a problem with it. Four teams is good. If they go to six or eight for their playoffs or whatever, you've got to basically come up with six conferences. Okay, you get the five big five right now. Create a sixth one. Have six conferences, and the only six teams that make it are your six conference winners a Big Ten winner, an SEC winner, a Pac 10 winner. That's what you got to do. That would make it the regular season a little more challenging and, and important for people to want to watch. And if you've got two good teams in your conference, sorry, that's just the way it works. It's just tough. It's no
0: wild card.
1: Yeah, just you win, you're in, period. New releases. Like my Jimi Hendrix poster back there. New releases this week. Kane the Nod, none the wiser. Rising country artist Cody Jenks began his career as a Metallica, Pantera-influenced thrash metal band Unchecked Aggression. After releasing nine country albums, the last four went top five in the country charts. The country singer with a metal heart the he often wears like Metallica or Volbeat shirts on stage, has released a metal album with his band Caned by Nod. If country appeals to you, Janks has also released a new country album, but I've heard a lot of good things about Cody Jenks from friends of mine who listen to country music. They're going, like, no, you'd like him. You'd like him. I think I'm going to have to give this one a shot. Also, um, Chris Stapleton won a bunch of country music awards the other night. I've heard from guys who are heavy in the rock music. He's a good listener also. So I think for the beginning of season three here, we might have to give some of these guys the benefit of the doubt and see what they got. Also LA Guns, Tracy Guns version of LA Guns has a nice. new album. Um, there was members of the band left. There's two versions of LA Guns. So make sure you check the right ones. Riley's LA Guns is the other one. Big court fight over the names, but Tracy Guns is the one. Nothing against the other one, but Tracy's the original LA Guns band. song style. If that's what you like, this is the one you're looking for. Checkered Past comes up this week. Also, other concerts. Don't forget you can find Mike down at the Ridgemont Mall in the food court <laughs> for your concert information tickets. Cat Williams, comedian Cat Williams, World War Three tour. It's be at Target Center on Friday the 19th. Um, Please check Target Center for their policies on what you can bring in, bag-wise, this and that-wise. Also, some other things coming up from 93X on their website, Ghost and Volbeat on February 5th at Target Center. And like we said before, February 13th, an evening with Bruce Dickinson at the Pentagus Theater. That is not a musical event, the Bruce Dickinson one. It's a spoken word event. Uh, we've had some things on our social media site about it. Please look into it for you buy the tickets. And then send me rotten emails going, he didn't sing any songs. You sucked. The Shaw Brothers Trio. Uh, Mark Shaw, Jeff Shaw, and Tom Schumer will be playing. This is going to be out at, excuse me, Mystic. It's a free show, Saturday, December 18th. Mark Shaw, also of the Tree Frogs, Watertown's own Mark Shaw, uh, will be out there. So it's a free show on December 18th from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. 9 p.m. is a little past by bedtime, but it is on a Saturday. It's a free show. Might as well do that check on December 18th. And that, sir, is what I got for us here today. Um, Like I said, we'll go over the baseball awards once they're all done and handed out. They're doing the gold gloves, the platinum gloves, whatever they're doing now, the MVPs, all this happy stuff.
0: Silver slugger.
1: Then we'll go over them all in one shot and do that. So, uh, some free agents are, guys are filing in lots of rumors for signings. Looks um, like we showed you these things. That's why I have to release guys off lists, off disabled lists. So it shows, oh, we have these positions filled. You don't have so many guys on roster spots, all this happy stuff. So,
0: Gotta go in order, you know.
1: Yeah, a lot of paperwork being done for baseball. They want to see these awards get out too because a lot of these free agents that are up big name free agents want us to what awards they get so they could ask for a little more scratch. So that's the other reason we won't be doing this. One funny thing the Cardinals fired their manager. Yeah, funny that team had five guys get go gloves, (laughs) like three of them get silver sluggers. Yet the manager. Well, then Joe Girardi got manager of the year for the Marlins, got fired later that offseason. So, (laughs) yeah, just just because you get an award doesn't mean your job's guaranteed in baseball. But, like I said, college basketball, high school basketball, high school hockey will be starting to hit more on here coming up uh, after the holidays, or after Thanksgiving holiday anyway. But speaking of college basketball, sir, you have a trivia
0: answer for us. Uh, trivia answer for today. Uh, we're season premiere here, season three. A trivia question was How many Minnesota natives are on the Lehigh basketball team for women's college basketball? They're based in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. They're All right. East. The D1 school, they're the Mountain Hawks. You know I'm going to guess two, and they're probably either
1: from the same school or they're related.
0: Well, we we know that uh, Chaska native Kaylee Van Epps, went there. She's a freshman playing yeah. out, there. but she went out there because other Minnesotan players are going out there. Uh, it's like a not a University of Minnesota JV, but it's it's Minnesotans are going out there, and so she was one to go out there because of the uh, great praise talked about the basketball team out there. There are six Minnesota natives on that squad. Wow, six. Out of 14 on the roster for Lehigh in Pennsylvania are Minnesota roster. That's, that's a good team. They won the conference. They predicted to win again this year, but they've got a player from Lakeville South, Mata Midai, Rogers, St. Michael, Albertville, Chaska, Creighton-Durham Hall. Uh, they're loaded with some good players. Now, the interesting thing is much, many times in the court when you watch the Lehigh team play, there's three or four Minnesotans on the floor at the same time. Okay.
1: We're going to do that in practice, Minnesota against the rest of the country. You know?
0: Oh, my gosh. So it, it's going to be a fun game, fun season to watch. Uh, Lehigh right now is 2-0. and They started out with two big wins, and uh, they're fun to watch. They have some talent on that team. They're D1 in the Patriot League, but they've got a game coming up this week with Seton Hall, uh, Big East. So that's one of the teams we're going to cover here in sports and songs this winter. The other one is UConn, of course. Paige,
1: yep, Paige, Paige, had a good weekend too.
0: Hopkins native Paige Beckers is now a freshman. She scored 32 points, was her high all of last season.
1: Yeah, she's a sophomore this year. Yep. Yeah. What did I say? Freshman. You said she was okay. a freshman.
0: She finished her freshman season with a yep. high of 32 points in a game this year. Today, they won their very first game. She had 33, I think, 34 points. Career high, 34 points for Beckers in the season opener game for UConn. They're ranked two in the nation. That's another team to watch. The third team will be Iowa Hawkeyes, ranked number nine. They've got Mondo. they've got Monica Sinano, Watertown. Now, she's a senior, but they're ranked eighth in the nation. And they've got, you know, Caitlin Clark on that team as well, the young freshman that competed with Beckers last year. Both of them are now sophomores. But those are the three teams I'm going to be focusing on this year to watch with the – watching the pulse of these teams. Iowa's 3-0. Lehigh yep. is 2-0, and UConn is 1-0. All three of these teams have yet to lose a game. UConn, those- now, UConn this weekend plays down in the Bahamas in a four-team tournament called the the Battle for Atlantis. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. it of that. the first game, University of Minnesota Golden Gophers on Saturday, I think they played, uh, down in the Bahamas. The UConn will take on the Gophers, Lady Gophers, this weekend. Now,
1: just a little spoiler alert for your Wednesday show, maybe. Defending champion Stanford lost today to Texas in women's basketball. They did? Yes. So the the rankings are blown up already.
0: Forget it. Wow. So there goes uh, their undefeated season. It'll be fun to watch. There's a lot of lot of good teams out there. Um, yep. But, boy, they
1: – Like we said last year during it, I just love watching the women's game more, too.
0: Good so. stuff. It's good stuff. So that's what I'm going to be focusing on that week. Uh, the Watertown native, the Hopkins native – the Chaska native. Um, those three would be the uh, the focal point of my shows.
1: All right. Good deal, good deal. Um, the album of the week, sir. I know we've had some new stuff we're saying, we're gonna try to listen to, but we still try to keep to our, our late 70s, eighties. Um uh genre to cover the,
0: the heavy metal. Yes. And this this week, uh this season is no other season three. We're opening the season episode one this year. With a little uh, little Judas Priest, screaming, yes. screaming for Vengeance, 1982. There it is on the screen there. Priest. Little, little Judas Priest uh, was their uh, Screaming for Vengeance. It was their eighth studio album by the English heavy metal band, Judas Priest, released July 1982. Uh, Columbia Records, this was considered the band's commercial breakthrough, certified double platinum. And uh, it's really spawned the hit single, You Got Another Thing Coming, came off this album. That became a perennial radio favorite, says Wikipedia, perennial radio favorite. Uh, Recorded in Spain. And um, then they did the, uh, it was commonplace for groups back then in the UK-based musicians uh, to record in Spain for tax in continental Europe for tax purposes back then. So they recorded there to get some tax advantages and then come back and do their uh, do their mixing. They came back and did uh, Miami, Florida, mixed their uh, record at BJ Studios. This genre is considered heavy metal. Length of the album is 38.
1: A little bit there for you,
0: There it is. A 38-minute, 43-second album. Andy's playing. Uh, you got another thing coming. Yeah. Uh, in the background. Can you hear
1: me, yeah, just, That's good. So,
0: did you lose it? No, I'm still here. All right. So that was the uh, that was a big song. In fact, the uh, one of the things I want to mention on this album review is that song. You got another thing coming was really a last minute addition. They had the album done. They had the album done they went to Miami to mix it and 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 get it all squared away Uh, KK Dowling the guitarist uh, Downing says we're quite happy with the album but decided late that we could add one more song they said you know you've got enough room to add another song another track on this album and uh we created this we completed the song another thing coming during the mixing sessions at BJ studios it came together quite quickly and I remember we all seemed to have a good feeling about it, as it felt like a good driving song and possibly a good radio track. Well, that it was. Now Rob Helford, lead singer, expressed surprise at the song's success. Success saying, you know, the track was buried on the album. He said, quote, normally the tracks you're gonna do stuff on or at the front end of the release, but our friends at Sony says, We're gonna go for this song. And we didn't really know what was going on, he says. Uh, but when the feedback started coming over, they said, hey, the record's buzzing in this town, the record's buzzing in that town, and it just took off. And um, once again, they, you got another thing coming was the eighth song on the track, eighth track on the album. Very deep on the album. Here's the songs.
1: And usually the eighth song, that's something like, they'll be like your third release, maybe, not your first release.
0: Yes, yes. And so... Yeah, this was their very first release as well. So they had a song that started off the album with an introduction. Uh, it, I'm sorry, a let's see, an instrumental called The Hellion. Then they moved into a song called Electric Eye. That's a pretty good song. That's popular. Song three is Riding on the Wind. Song four is Bloodstone. Song five is Take These Chains. Song six, Pain and Pleasure. And then you get into song seven. Screaming for Vengeance, which was the title track, which also got some airplay. Yep. And then song eight, You Got Another Thing Coming, which was their really their masterpiece song. Yep. Song nine, nine was Fever, and then they ended up with uh, the song 10 is Devil's Child. Now, the personnel, as we all know, some of the newer listeners may not know this, but Rob Halford on vocals, K.K. Downing on guitars, and Glenn K- Tipton on guitars, two guitarists. Ian Hill was on the bass. Dave Holland was on the drums. This was his third album. Before this, Judas Priest didn't have an, a drummer on an album, more than two consecutive albums, and they were gone. That was kind of a turnstile there, a revolving door at the drummer position. They finally get Dave Holland, and this was his third album, which uh, at the time uh, was, was the record for a drummer. Now, the tour, Screaming for Vengeance tour, they did the tour in the North America and supported. They were supported with opening acts such as Iron Maiden, Crocus, and Uriah Heep. Wow. Good stuff. Reese good stuff. Imagine seeing that. Yes. Now, this album also, for those not familiar, some of the younger listeners may be here on the show. Uh, this is featured on three different lists of top 100 greatest metal albums of all time. Now we got some humor at the end here. Got some humor. What? The title song Screaming for Vengeance was played on. They get some video games. A lot of songs of these are pushed out on video games. Um, uh, That was on a a British video game called The Brutal Legend. Also, You Got Another Thing Coming was featured on the 2002 video game Grand Theft Auto Vice City. You Got Another Thing Coming was featured on that. Electric Eye was also uh, featured on the same radio station in the 2006 prequel for Grand Theft Auto Vice City Stories, and the song Riding on the Wind was featured in the 2012 video game Twisted Metal. Now, You Got Another Thing Coming is featured as a playable track in the video game Guitar Hero. Yep. Electric Eye was also playable on Guitar Hero Encore, rocks the 80s and guitar hero smash hits but the entire album was the first album released as a downloadable content for the video game rock band and rock band 2 this was the very first album released in its entirety as an album for rock band and rock band 2 so this was july 1982 little judas priest screaming for vengeance good song but you got another thing coming that was added late and that became a staple
1: just like I played though, that guitar riff at the beginning is just—you hear that? You, you go to 11 on your, you know, volume. Well, you hear. They
0: say that they they thought you know K.K. Downing said it would be a good song, uh, playable in the car, driving song, good yep. driving song, maybe a good radio song. Well, it turned out your to foot be to like that be on the accelerator a little bit. Both. They turn out to be both. Uh, good album, but once again, good stuff there from Judas Priest, Rob Halford, and the boys. That's oh, the album so. you for this week.
1: They're touring again now. K.K. Downing's not with the band. He's got his own solo stuff. Still very good. Rob Helford, again, like I said before, a great follow on Twitter and Instagram.
0: Oh, yes. He's got,
1: cats, he's got cat sweaters on all the time. So he's I got all those
0: ring followers. Funny guy.
1: Good humor. I've heard about some other interviews with uh, with uh, Chris Jericho and with uh, Eddie Trunk. Rob Helford's still
0: just a legend. You know, he, he is good stuff back then but this was their eighth album by 1982 you know they put together a lot of work and a lot of their stuff went gold or maybe platinum but this is the only one that went double yeah
1: yeah
0: that steel that was we reviewed that i think in season one british steel Um, yeah that was platinum that was a great album that was very. this was double platinum very hard for these metal acts to go that far uh, on the sales
1: yeah, and like I said, Jews Priest, they they were kind of at the end of their run when the MTV era came along to help them out, give them a little boost at the end, kind of got some of the older songs up. Because uh, they were big with some of their songs like Breaking the Law were big on Bukes and Butthead and stuff yes. like that. Yes, yes. So uh, that kind of gave them a little popularity that way, stuff like that. So they were a little late to the party on that just because that's where their career was you know, towards the end. Give a little rebirth at the end, but they're still going strong.
0: Still loving their stuff. Good stuff. Anything else for today's show?
1: Uh, no, like I said, later in the week I'm gonna do a, a couple, three different uh, special page twos. You'll see probably just on audio only. I'll try to make one of them a video thing on Instagram. Uh, if I'm happy with it, I'll throw it on the YouTube too. But uh, do stuff like that. I got some NASCAR review coming up. Could do some uh, wrestling recap coming up from the pay per views coming up. And uh like I said Jason Inc and I had our. Predictions on there? Uh, We did the predictions early in the week. Now we've had the pay-per-view, and now you absolutely know we have no idea what we're talking about. We weren't even close. Not even close. So that's that's the great thing about pro wrestling is you don't know. You make your picks, and it's like making your college bracket. You know, you pick a pay-per-view beforehand. Your bracket's garbage after two days sometimes, you know. But uh, that's that. Um,
0: What we may do is – is uh, reschedule our Town Ball Tuesday roundtable discussion yes. for Thanksgiving weekend, as we'll be at U.S. Bank uh, this coming Saturday for football. Yes. Push that out.
1: Yes, we'll be reporting live. From there. We'll still have a regular show next week, but we're going to have a little special with the, the game there. Um, like I said, my oldest daughter from my first marriage is teaching at New York Mills right now, student teaching. So that's kind of the team we're cheering for. Mayor Luther, it's kind of the local team down here being with us here in Watertown area. So
0: it's a win-win. Should be fun. I can't wait to go. I haven't been to a game there in a long time uh, for the Prep Bowl, but first game at, at uh, U.S. Bank. it be the first at the
1: Bank for me as well. First Prep Bowl game for me, so
0: we shall... Be fun. We'll take some photos. Have some so- We'll have some social media input there.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah, try to get some interviews with fans, pictures of the fans.
0: Exactly. All right. Have a um, good week. See ya. All right. See ya.